Round one, go. All right, it's beginning to look a lot like Doug and Marty versus the world. This is Santa Claus. I mean, Doug Bassler. <laughs> and this is Rudolph. I mean, Marty McClendon. Uh, I mean, shiny nose. Run, <laughs> run, run, Rudolph. Run, Gotta run, get Rudolph. to Christmas on time. Welcome. And you we're know, just, we're you just rocking around the radio today. Rocking there, around. I love it. I love it. I love it. Welcome our listeners out there tuning in on a Saturday morning. Uh, welcome, 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 welcome. And yes, we understand they started playing Christmas music a month ago. And I understand the McClendons had their tree up like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a tree. I am going to actually go to the beautiful uh, metropolis of Spokane, mm. uh, Washington, uh, for Christmas this year. We've uh, uh, secured a an Airbnb, and it's shaped a lot like a big house with lots of room. Nice. So, nice. and, and the B&B stands for what? Bed and breakfast? Or? I, I don't know. Airbnb. I thought that, I th- thought you were the one that turned me on to that brother. <laughs> I, I don't know what it stands. I got there an app. Go. There we go. Got an app. Is there an app for that? I there got an is. app There's for that. BRB and so forth. Well, good for you. I, I did book it before the latest lockdown. So that's probably the reason not why I actually got it because you know, they're locking down. For those that are listening, of course, we know this too, that for you, Doug, uh, um, I've been jonesing the word, or I've been craving a vacation of some sort. I know that we've had our time at home, but even my kids, they'll say, we're going anywhere today. And we go to get coffee or something. We want to leave the house. It's not because we're like spending all our time together, but we're in the house. I think this is, you know, you started off. You used we, to like that house, brother. I love this house, but I've always been the type of person that wants to go do something. And my wife's the type of person said, hey, let's stay home. Even my wife goes, let's go out for a while. Let's go okay, for a so walk. Last week, I said, <laughs> let's go up to Snoqualmie, right? Snoqualmie Pass. And my wife says, you know, I don't want to have to deal with all the skiers. I said, you're not going to have to. It's not open. Oh, Okay. So we go up there, brother. The entire county of King was up there, brother. Even though the <laughs> ski resort wasn't open, there were 10 million people. And uh, anyway, so we, we've seen that. It was since still fun. Prior to Thanksgiving, by the way. Um, you know, how was your Thanksgiving, by the way? Good. My Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh, brother. It was a food fest. It was nice. Wonderful. Absolutely fantastic. House full of people. No masks. Super spreader event. We spread the, we spread the, stuffing we spread the gravy we that's right potatoes brother it was great we we were superly spreading and it was a super spread so, so how about you, you uh, it was wonderful food? we we had logan over my son um mm, came over nice. just his original five so it's small um our neighborhood was full of people everybody had people over it was seemed like it was almost back to normal christmas food lights were going up but yeah i ate um we had prime rib turkey and all the fixings and of course it's now been a, you know, a, hold what, two on, weeks later. You just said you had prime rib, brother. I did have prime rib, brother. It, it, you said turkey and prime rib. Both. Yeah. And I'm it was a, a small, a and it was a small gathering. So you had all the prime rib you wanted, brother? I had the majority of that five pounds <laughs> of prime rib. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm just, uh, you know, oh, there's a halo around you, right, dude? You do, you do Thanksgiving right. That's pretty sweet. A turkey and a prime rib. I might have to try that next year. It That's was a pretty great awesome. idea. The kids and my wife loved the uh, turkey. I love the prime rib more so than anything. And so anyway, I, um, it's I now. I like turkey too, bro. I, you know, what I do is I do a bacon wrapped mm-hmm. 
turkey on my pellet smoking grill, right? It's right. not a Traeger, but it's, it's like a Traeger. And um, uh, yeah, so I mean, I love the turkey too, but I, you know, who doesn't like prime rib? Come it's on. Like, oh, it's amazing. My wife did a great Have, job. Were you thankful though? I want to know. I, I found myself this year really finding myself being thankful for stuff. You know, just the small stuff, the car that runs, the roof over the head, the, the, the comfortable sofa that you're sitting on, the, you know, the heat that comes on when it's cold. Just there's so many things we cannot, especially Americans, we cannot even begin to count our blessings. Amen. Amen. Yeah, we had a conversation and we still do. Even this today, I'm driving in a car, um, taking my daughter to a job interview of all things. Um, and it was I was being thankful for the time we have together for the fact that we do have a roof over our head that both my wife and I are still working that we still have, that we have blessings this year that, you know, we've had friends that get sick and we've had other things that happen and we know how the political environment, all this stuff. But yeah, and yet the time we've had actually had board games nights, we've actually hang out together. My, uh, my daughters, you know, are be able to come and talk to me. I've had be able to meet my son for coffee, even though it's, you know, at, at special times, you know? So yeah, exactly right. Very grateful for in the midst of this weird, crazy year, the blessing and the we've had. thankfulness yeah. makes you happy. Mm -hmm. You know, Seth, when you're, when you start to be thankful for your blessings, you know, the, the book of Proverbs, Solomon says, what's lacking cannot be counted. That's a proverb. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of cool that we can't count our blessings either. So you could, so basically what the Proverbs is, is, is saying is like, Hey, you can't count what you don't have either. So why don't you count what you have? Right. So, I mean, I, I just love the whole Thanksgiving thing. And of course, then that launches in, you know, Friday morning, my wife woke up and she looked at me and she said, it's Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Like she's just like, we've arrived. And she made me go down and get the boxes and all the like nativity and all the sweat, you know, the green swaggy stuff right. and all the little, she's got those little houses, right? All the little, right. the little village, you know, dude, our, our house was transformed in a matter of hours. <laughs> our entire neighborhood that wasn't, we were way ahead of a buddy, but the lights went up, the trees went out, the neighborhood, it's changed the feeling. The weather's been pretty good lately, but to your point, the day after Thanksgiving, the entire um, end of Ox Island here yep. is now lit up and it feels different, which we're hopeful, right? It's, it's that, that season where you're like, okay, I know this has been a weird year. We're praying uh, and we're still expecting things, right? And, I, and it's funny it's to been see. It's a fantastic the, year, brother. Fantastic. Well, no, not for everybody, as you know. And so, and so that's what I'm trying to say is even in the midst of what we've never experienced before, um, there's something that you secure about there's hope, there's joy. We, we have, I love our neighbor. We're in a season where, you know, we're at near the end or near the beginning or wherever we're at, like you said, being thankful for it. I want to say good. something. It's, it's yeah. not good if you're complacent, but if you're, yeah. if you're, if you're happy that you're not complacent anymore, then I think it's a good year. But I agree with you that, that the lights and the, the music, mm -hmm. you know, you can finally put on, you know, Bing Crosby and stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're right. It changes it. It, it lifts everybody's spirits. It Even certainly does. The governor's it, trying to be the Grinch. Well, I know. And then, you know, the, the, Friday, the Black Friday, right? People were like, 
I'm out. I'm going, I'm okay. This is people are done with this. We know this, but there's a least this time though, we're like, we can praise the Lord. People will draw to be drawn near to him. But I want to mention for, I got a forward and we get lots of forwards. I know you do. I know I do being the, the political, the business, the Christian realm on the radio. I could probably get forwarded. I don't know, a hundred things today, at least at the very minimum, just uh, posts and videos and so forth. And the appeal to heaven, many of our friends pray, we pray, we pray together on uh, most days during the week. Um, if, if I make it on time and so forth, uh, it's from Dutch sheets. He's got this app, like sort of like our friend Tim Taylor does that basically says every day there's a 15 minute prayer appeal to heaven. And they had one on the second, uh, uh, you know, of December. And it says, um, that every three minutes, each state's going to pick up three minutes and declare, right? And there was a, a prophetic dream and so the forth. Valkyrie, the Valkyrie yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. I saw that. Right? And so for those that don't know, anyway, I'm like, okay. But I felt like, Laura, Lynn, all right, I'm, I'm going to do this. So I say up to 11.33, I did my prayer and decree. And then at midnight, Pacific Standard Time, and 3 a.m. back in Philadelphia, they were there in front of, the, you know, the Liberty Bell and so forth. And they did the Yeah, it was fantastic. I watched it on like Facebook. What it struck me because you and I have been talking for years about 2222, right? The key of David, yeah. right? Which is what they're talking about. And on 12 2020 is 2222. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you know, wherever you go, yeah, I just felt like that was significant. And so I'm, I'm believing that, you know, that God's doing something, God's answering prayers. And then, uh, you know, there you go. I, I, you know, and I've been, we, you know, as Christians, we must have a relationship, you know, to, for, for, in order for us to be real Christians, we must have a relationship with God. We must have a personal you know, we, we, we evangelicals, right? Mm -hmm. Protestants, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We should be hearing things because Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and another, they will not follow. So they're there, you know, so I'm going to, I'm giving the biblical background, but the word that I've been hearing is 2021 and it's not 2020 number one, it's 2020 W O N. 2021 and what we're going to see i believe in 2021 is how we won in 2020 so and then that'll set us up for 2022 which is uh when i go to congress brother there we go brother uh, <laughs> I, I'm, hold on to it people you heard it here first it's, it's a recording of all things so yeah uh, amen and i'm joyful because you know it's you know i'm working and i'm doing what i need to do but you know it's all up to god anyway and, uh, you know, we're invested in what his, what he wants. Amen. Amen. What's, what's the Lord Amen. want? Cause, yeah. cause, cause what he wants is good. And, you know, we, I've been reading it. I've, I've been living in it as you know, from our little prayer calls, mm -hmm. um, first and second Peter and in first Peter, it says, why are you su surprised by the fiery trial? You know, so that's part of the gig. Mm -hmm. And when people are surprised and, and fall away, when, when trouble comes and, and I, I agree with you, you can't look on 2020 and say trouble didn't come troubles come. Mm -hmm. I'm rejoicing because it woke me up and it, it didn't allow me to be lackadaisical. I had to take a stand. I had to, you know, I had to take action and I, and I'm thankful for that. You know, I'd rather be awake rather. And I, uh, I, I think, think we're going to, I think we're going to 2021, man. I agree. That we, I believe we're coming up on a break here shortly, but I believe the church, the body of Christ, not only has to be waking up, but they had an opportunity during 2020 
to stand firm, to be bold and courageous, to lead others, to serve their community. And some did and some didn't. And so we'll have to see how that shakes out. But I'm hoping that there's a move on the hearts of people all across this nation as we, you know, return to God. That's I we wish need. we could get Mario Morello on here. I've saw him uh, twice this week on various, a couple of live, uh, you know, Facebook live things or whatever. And he is talking about, this is it. God is calling us to be Christian warriors. You know, the nation is at risk and we get this opportunity. And just like I said earlier, we need to be rejoicing that we've been called. You know, Esther was blessed mm-hmm. to be in the queenship at such a time as that. And, you know, we are the, you know, we're the bride of Christ. We're the queen, you know, on the earth and all that. I'm in touch with my feminine side here right now. But at any rate, <laughs> um, but, you know, we are. It's our responsibility to fight for for our kids and for America. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we better take a break. I don't know why, but, you know, it's just all part of being around the radio. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. We'll be right back. This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at easyyoutubeads.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. Easyyoutubeads.com. No experience necessary. In a world where bugs and critters are rampant, they've come to take over your home, and they mean business. Time to move fast. Make your first call to Quality First Pest Solutions in a flash. Quality First Pest Solutions will stop what's bugging you. Rats fear me, insects know my name. I can take care of what's bugging you. Call today, 253-285-8601 and online at qualityfirstpestsolutions.com. When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And EasyTVSpots.com is your best choice for high quality, effective TV ads. Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. All right, it's two bells. Round two, Doug and Marty beginning to look a lot like Christmas, the world versus the world. Um, And, you know, we have been definitely in a battle this year. That's what I think we were talking about before the break, right? This it has been a battle. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting how we named the show that. Yes. And then we ended up in actual, actual fight. You know, what's interesting for all of the people that stood out there. I spoke um, last weekend at a, a rally in Olympia. I'm still going to rally, still speaking, and they're still inviting me, which is amazing. Uh, and they started talking about the multiple times I run. I go, you know what makes, they're afraid of people that don't give up. We're called to persevere, press in. But you know what also happens, Doug, when you continue to fight, you get stronger. You, know, you get more resilient. You can last longer. You can, you know, you are, you are a threat to the enemy. I think that's where we're at. The point is we're against the world, but we're not getting beat down. We're getting stronger every, every time we fight. And so I just want to encourage people there. You know, and I, 
Exactly. And uh, of course, they're asking you to speak, brother. You're great. But the uh, thing I uh, heard uh, Lance Wallnow say uh, actually today is, you know, an overcomer is somebody that overcomes and not somebody that was that has been overcome. <laughs> you know, so are you going to be an overcomer or you're going to get overcome? It's kind of like that's the only choice, right? Right. Jesus said, who's going to be saved is the one who endures till the middle. Nope. Till the end. <laughs> oh, till the end. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. I misquoted that. Jesus said he who endures to the end shall be saved. Yes. Hallelujah. And so that means hanging in there. You know, that's not, that's something that's not been preached much over the last few years, brother. Yes, I know. I know. Why that's do you funny. Think that's that a is? good segue because I have a question for you <laughs> and for our listeners. I, we'll get into the, there's so much political stuff to talk about, but this is one of those things I've been pondering because we've been in this sort of grace, grace, grace. We, we talked about this before, right? You need the whole scripture, not just the scripture out of context and so forth. But the scripture is very clear. God knew you before the earth began. He molded you in your mother's womb and numbered the hairs in your head. He knew you before the foundations of time and prepared good works for you to do. You had a relationship with God prior to being here. He sent his only begotten son to this earth to pay the price to die on a cross, to rise again, to pay for your sins. So we have a choice, the way, the truth, and life. We understand that. But we have, a, all of that leads to how great am I? God would go die for me. And yet what the next several verses in scripture says, no, don't live for yourself, live for God, right? You no longer live for yourself, you live for God, right? You're a bond servant of Christ, you serve, right? And all our focus needs to be outward on being, doing the will of God, right? And yet we're told how great we are, right? And that's what is oftentimes preached. You know, what's best for you? Be successful. Go out there and get it. But God wants to bless you. Well, he does. For what reason? You've restored exactly. relationship Yeah, what's the you. purpose in it? Sure. Right. You know, and so when he says go into preach all the world and preach the good news, right? He wants everybody to be saved, none to be lost. When it says take ground and occupy ground, that means throughout everywhere, you know, so that we can be a blessing to others, right? So he can be a blessing to others through us. And so there's like this disconnect uh, oftentimes in the message of saying it's all about you. No, he loves you enough not to leave you where you're at to give his only begotten son, but he also needs you for a purpose, use you for a purpose because you are called to be a son of God, which means advancing the kingdom and doing the will of the father. And so that's, that's something I just think there's a anointing. There's a point out this year that, like you said, a warrior was a warrior do. Warrior works in the walks with the Lord in the soldier. Lord's army. It's a soldier. Yeah, absolutely. And you're a soldier, whether you're at peace or at war. Uh, we're also called a bride. We're also called a city. Yep. Um, we're called your, stewards. We're called sons. You know, so there's there's a lot of stuff that's going on. You know, in in the scripture that's descriptive of it. But I I have to just completely agree with you in that we we can't just pick the part we like or the part that pleases our fleshly person right we've got mm -hmm. to take the whole thing you know like i said we got to be the bride you know we got to be the esther right we've also yes. got to be the warrior we've got to be you know god is a warrior and uh and god is a, a you know god jesus loves us he's a shepherd right he's the good shepherd he lays his life down for the sheep but he's also a mighty judge you know, and he's an advocate too. And he's all these things. And, and we don't want to be, um, we don't want to be out of step with God's timing. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, right. I think, is that what you're getting at? Here's a, 
Isn't that that's a that's a you know the birds did a song, but it's in the Bible, right? To everything, there's a season. There is a season and there's a timing, but it's it's about under authority. We're under authority, and all too yeah. often when we think about it and make it, the scriptures fit what that we're it's about us. We're asking God to do our will, not us to do His will. It really comes down to whether it be in a marriage, in a relationship, in in a fight, in a relationship with God. Is are we under authority in submission to His will for our life? When we pray, your will be done on earth as in heaven, we truly mean, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Jesus said that. He says, pray like I do. Do like I do. And so I only say what the Father says. I want to do what the Father does. Right? Yeah, and and that's it's like maturity too, right? I mean, a two-year-old does think a lot about themselves. Right? But hopefully when you're married and you're older and you're a, a man, you're thinking about, protecting and providing for your family. You know, you're, you're a mom or whatever, you're taking care of your household. It's not right. all about you anymore. Right. Right. So that, so there's a sense of maturity and, um, and I, I don't know what I think a, a hallmark of this latest generation has been sort of, they used to call it the Peter Pan principle. No, no growing up, you know, the, the lost boys mm-hmm. never always young. And so you had all these men who were, you know, leaving their wives and whatever, and trying to get, regain their, you know, their glory days of high school. And they're like 56, right. Right. <laughs> you know, or whatever. But yeah, I, I think you're right. Okay. Switching gears here. I, I owe you, I, I say Doug Bastard was right. Uh, I've been championing, I think, on how cool Bill Barr was. William Barr, the attorney general uh, for the U.S. Uh, he's going to get him. He's got this other prosecutor. He's got all this stuff going. And where has he been? First of all, it's almost like Jeff Sessions back in the day where he's like, where'd he go? Where'd he go? What's going on? And now he's literally stalling, blocking um, uh, research and and, uh, investigations on the Hillary Clinton email scandal, on the the origination origins of the Russia gate, all that stuff. I'm like, wow, things are being exposed. But this guy that you're like, I don't know about him. I go, I think he's he's not doing anything, man. I'm I'm telling (laughs) you. <laughs> I'm going to get a, a copy of this show. Right. <laughs> I'm going to just take that one part. Doug was right. I'm going to make a little loop and I'm going to put it on my phone. I'm going to make Play it, it my ringtone. Ring I had one. I don't know how right I was. I mean, I have I, I had high hopes for Bill Barr as well. I think that I think he's an honorable guy, but it seems to be kind of a swamp guy. Right. In in you know, and stuff gets um, exposed. Like, where's Durham? Right. Right. It's supposedly this Durham thing. Where's. You know, now I hear there's going to be a special prosecutor. There was going to be a special prosecutor appointed or something. So yeah, maybe- Tom Fitton from Judicial Watch said that by there's a couple things of pros and cons by appointing Durham as a special prosecutor, the same guy that was doing the investigation. One, it means that the if Biden was actually sworn in as president, he couldn't fire the special prosecutor. Well, you can, um, but it's not good. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it looked really bad. Whatever. Um, but the downside, according to Tom Fitton, is that he now it would be report, not not prosecution. We want him to prosecute those that broke the law and or and uh, did a coup and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. It, um, it's it's easy as we just talked about to be encouraged. At the same time, it's easy to be discouraged when you see that nothing seems to be moving, and uh, we all want the truth to come out and people to be held accountable. What's and so we do in 12, 12 step. Lord grant me the courage to change the things I can to the serenity to accept the things I can't, whatever, you know, right. some of this stuff is honestly, Marty. And I, I think, you know, this, I'm just, I'm just not watching the news right now. I'm just, I'm really spending this time 
in in fasting and praying and in you know listening to what god is saying you know it, the election fraud is real it's big i've had a lawsuit uh, going in washington state for the last couple of years over two years now it's finally looking like we're gonna you know come to court it has to do with election integrity we you know my uh, campaign uh requested uh, random recounts actually uh you know, I today was the last day, and of course, this is being recorded in advance. You know, can't can't do it on a Saturday, but um, today was the last day I could do that. Um, it's different in the era of COVID nineteen. It's like the roadblocks are there, right? And uh, but you know, these things, you know, the Lord is in charge, right, brother? He's going to do what He's going to do. I will and, say this, and I agree a hundred percent with you, Doug. And um, we saw for three and a half years the uh, Russiagate and then the impeach, impeach, and they impeached Donald Trump in the House because of a phone call because of one anonymous witness who said there was some impropriety and it was proven not true. You know, it was a, a, a political hack job. And then the, all the media went crazy and said he's guilty, blah, blah, he's going to be uh, impeached and so forth. And they pushed forward this narrative on one unidentified bureaucrat that said something. Now they have literally, they have uh, reams and reams and reams of signed affidavits by election workers, by people from across the state. Real whistleblowers. From, uh, uh, we're talking about names, um, manipulation Addresses. of machines. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, ballots that, that were filled out there. Uh, things were postmarked later on. Thousands of ballots brought in middle of the night and counted. Hundreds of thousands to Pennsylvania. 196,000, I think it was, that all had just one vote on it for Biden. Uh, yeah. All for Biden, zero for Trump, and nobody else. Come on. You know, the, the incredulity, this, this um, if you ever saw Princess Bride, it's inconceivable. And yet, the, <laughs> I'm everybody not sure wants, if you know if you know, using that word. Right. <laughs> inconceivable. <laughs> and, and yet, the media sure that word and the Democrats uh, keep on saying it's over. Go home. Even some Republicans are saying, hey, give and, up on and, this. And then Facebook give sends in. you these messages about election integrity and, and YouTube, these messages, right? They're, yeah. oh, it's, you know, very safe. The election can't be hacked. It's, you know, really good. I'm like, for the last ever. three and a half years, you've been telling us the Russians hacked the election and Donald Trump's illegitimate and stuff like that. And now all of a sudden, because your guy is, you know, kind of over the goal line, sort of. Not really. When they said um, that when they today, on today being Thursday, they 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 have video where Trump is killing it, winning largely. They stopped counting. People went home. Thousands of ballots came in on truckload, and two people stayed there, started counting all these thousands of yeah. votes for Biden. It's dirty. We're gonna be it's back dirty. though. Yeah. This is Doug Bassler and Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And EasyTVSpots.com is your best choice for high-quality, effective TV ads. Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy.
National pest companies are big business with little results. You need a proven family-owned local company that cares about you. You need the Blue Mouse people. Quality first pest solutions. That's what you'll get. Quality first at a fair price and a safe, clean home for you and your family. Don't wait till the problem's great. Call today, 253-285-8601 and online at qualityfirstpestsolutions.com. This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. <gasps> then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. You need pest-proof protection for your property. Time to call the Blue Mouse people. Time for quality first pest solutions. Your job isn't too big or small. Commercial or residential, quality first gets rid of the critters fast. You've got the problem. Here's the solution. Quality first pest solution. Call today 253-285-8601 and online at qualityfirstpestsolutions.com. All right, it's round three, Doug and Marty versus Christmas. No, wait, that's Jay Inslee versus Christmas. Doug and Marty versus Jay Inslee. No, wait, Doug and Marty versus the world. I can't remember. It's beginning to look a lot like gingerbread. Did you, as as yes, it is. It's Marty McClendon and, and Doug Bassler. <laughs> Did you see the other day when the governor brought his wife to work day? You know, and she allowed him with the note and she was on TV with them and talking about how important it is to stay away from your families and whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's never happened. Stay away from your families. It's so important, you know, because when we're all apart, then we're together. And when we're all up, then everybody's down. And when we're all down, then everybody's up. You know, they always talk about certain people that, you know, they're they're puppets. So who's pulling the strings? Well, there we go. Uh, the puppet master showed up, apparently, you know. <laughs> I think the puppet master is somebody other than Jay Inslee's wife. But, you know, she might have had yeah. something to do with his ambition. Right. You know, uh, they always say a strong woman behind a man or whatever. But uh, I, I'm telling you, there's a lot of things about uh, Governor Inslee that I wasn't a fan of before. Now it's like, th- this guy has got to go. Um, so I, but- I went down to uh, Spiffy's. Mm-hmm. Spiffy's was... Uh, featured in, in an article by on We the Governed this week uh, as one of the restaurants here in Washington State that is defying the order to close their dining room. They said uh, carry out and drive through is not cutting it. Uh, the only way we can stay in business and uh, they and several other restaurants were have been featured on various news stories. Uh, I think there's even one over there by you, brother. There is. It's called That One Place. Please go support. The owner's Craig Kennedy. Great food local restaurant. I have a lot of friends of mine that actually work there. They're 45 employees. I just want to go somewhere and order food and sit down and eat, brother. Yeah. Well, you go inside. I'm willing. They have prime rib, brother. They have prime rib. They have steak. They have hamburgers. The burgers are bigger than your head, which is a huge thing. Do they have breakfast? They do. Yeah, okay. great breakfast. Saturday, brother. Saturday. Let's go. After the the show's over, we'll go. Come on over, huh? So as soon as the show's over, let's go. All right. You got it. We'll have a brunch. So, so, um, so I'm down there. So basically, you know, this guy rolls in from, from the Gestapo, otherwise known as labor ministries, L and I, 
and um, and labor and industries is like the Gestapo. So, are you familiar with um, you familiar with the Bible, brother? You, yeah, I've, I've opened Bible? it a couple times. Okay, Revelation chapter thirteen says that he's going to force everyone this beast thing to mm-hmm. no, no buying, no selling unless you have this certain mark, right? And so that you know this this is the kind of stuff. This is like pre-filments of fulfillments coming. You have AOC. We're going to make a list. We're going to make sure these people don't work. Mm -hmm. We're going to make sure these people get fired. It's an economic, this is economic warfare. And this little Spiffy's restaurant down there, this guy comes blowing in there and he turns out he's the son of the guy that is ahead of the LNI, this division. And you're just like, okay, so first of all, you got nepotism going on. Mm Mm-hmm. Guy's hiring his own son, probably paying an ungodly salary. Then the guy's oh, yeah. a little arrogant, you know, jerk. Um, so he he goes in and 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 then the sheriff of that county, I forget, is it Lewis County? I forget. It's Lewis County, yep. Ma- Mossy Rock. He says, We're not enforcing that. Get out of my face. You know, we're not having we don't anything to do with that. Uh the mayor of Mossy Rock, we don't care about that. Get out of here. We're not, you know, we're not shutting them down. They're right. fine. We're, right. we're fine. We don't, we don't, we don't bow this knee. So they were going to, they're threatening to come in there with the Washington state patrol and in whatever. Right. And right. so all these people brother are down there surrounding the place and they're singing and they're testifying. And I was down there for, I wasn't down there for very long, maybe an hour, and semis are going by blowing their horns and there's trucks with stop the steal on them. And there's yep. all these, all these, what I would like to refer to as patriotic, brave people down there protecting that business brother. What's important there too is, and I said this on last Saturday at the, the rally, if you're a business owner, open up, you know, obviously you know how to be safe. Uh, if you're a church, open up, you know, people are looking for courage. And I would encourage those people that are down there in Spiffy's, those that are supporting my friend over there at one, that one place in Portland and other restaurants like it, that yes, show up now, buy food, support them, but stay engaged. Because these things, when the government comes after you and weaponizes LNI, Department of Health, and so others, it could take years. It could put people out of business. So uh, can stay in the fight. If you're going to support these and, businesses, and, and then of course, stand they're like, with them. Enough, they're, they're saying, hey, we got nothing to lose anyway. Yeah, you know, we close the doors. We're out of business anyway. We might as well face that. At least we can fight that in court. At right. least we can fight it. But they're showing and, courage, and that's what we need. People are drawn to that. It's t- it's a time for courage. We've been talking that for, the, for years now, mm-hmm. um, but it really is. And we're seeing people like that saying, "Hey, I, I may lose everything. I'm going to stand up. I'm fighting for my employees. I'm fighting for my community. I'm opening up because this does not make sense." And so, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, but I'm encouraging people though, you know, as they open up that we support them, that we don't stop in fear that we have courage as well to continue the fight and, and financially support prayer support, emotional and fight with them. Because we saw this in 2016 for you and prior to 14, I think it was when the IRS is weaponized by the Obama administration, they went after conservative tea party groups and so forth. And people like you and your business, because they weaponized it. This is what they've been doing. Same thing here during COVID, they're, they're weaponizing the government. LNI has no business to go out there and shut down businesses. Now they're using the Department of Health as well and giving them the authority through executive fiat from no. the governor. The Department of Health is going to yes. have, they're going to have their own jackbooted yes. armband Gestapo division? That is correct. Uh, and that may be breaking news, so but it was maybe we could get Maybe we could get a, uh, we could have an inoculation police. They could hold us down and inoculate us. 
And thank you for going there because <laughs> the, you know, I mean, I was once kidding, again, brother. No, no, thank you for going there because even people that work for the government don't want this mandatory forced vaccine. But the rules for statewide employees, you're probably hearing it here first because we're on the radio talking to people, but this is an internal. They will not be allowed to return to work at the state capitol without getting a vaccine shot. And it's a two shots. So you should be mandatory for state employees to get the vaccine before returning to the buildings in Olympia. That's uh hold on there. That's not my employment contract. What's going on there? Sort right? of like the um the pill they gave Jack Nicholson and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Something like yeah, that. You gotta take exactly the pill right. or whatever. Um yeah, I mean that's not freedom, brother. No, it's not. I, I, I hate to say that. Uh, stay home. Don't go to school. Uh, close your business. That's not freedom. That is socialism. That is a totalitarianism. That is and, the opposite of America. Yes. And today I got an email from Hawaiian Airlines. And obviously I've gone to Hawaiian Airlines before. And a big, big, big um, disclosure at the very top of the page saying we've never done this before. You know, about the quarantining and when you travel and so forth. But it says coming soon that if you want to fly, you have to show proof that you got the vaccine. So you won't even be able to fly without getting the, the brand new vaccine that's been rushed I don't through. like to fly anyway. My arms get tired. <laughs> so. Well, you have multiple wings, I know, but think about that, brother. I'm just telling you. Okay. I know. Uh, I, I think we should start our own air, airline, brother. I agree. No uh, vaccine required. We'll call it the super spreader airline. There we'll we go. Well, how about all uh, over the country? Herd immunity airline. I don't know. So I want to give you a name here and tell me what you think. Sydney Powell. Uh, is that anywhere near Sydney, Australia? No, Sydney Powell is the attorney, the attorney on her own. Sydney I know who it is. is but she was Michael Flynn's attorney. When she was Michael Flynn's attorney, I knew she was a bulldog. I knew little about her. She was outspoken. When she got Michael Flynn cleared, she was uh, went after the FBI, this this whole group, and told and and proved that they were withholding information, that they had uh, purposely withheld that from the information presented to the judge that would have thrown the whole thing out. And she actually got him off, and now he's been pardoned by the president. So she has become a new favorite of mine out there on the trail, trying to prove what's right exposing this voter fraud for what it is. And, and boy, the media is going out of the way to call her a loony and doing whatever. But we need more people like her that won't give up, that keeps on pressing. It's like the you lady know, I've been the, a, in scripture, brother, that asked the judge, right? He goes, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you what you want. Yeah. You wouldn't stop asking. Persistence, absolutely. Uh, you know, when the Son of Man returns, will he find faith? You know, are mm -hmm. we going to still be praying? Are we still going to be working? Are we still going to be laboring? Um, yeah, agreed. There you go. I forgot what oh. I was going to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> anyway, well, I just, uh, Rudy, G Rudy Giuliani as well, you know, uh, came in, did an amazing work as, as mayor of New York. Uh, mm -hmm. and now we're defunding the police right here in, in the Seattle area. They're cut the police another 18% and murders are almost double. And, um, Burglaries are, are up, you know, 40, 50%. Uh, arson is up. And, and our response is, oh, well, you know, obviously we have too many police. You know, that's why, you know, there's so many burglaries. So the fewer police we have, then the fewer burglaries there will be because there won't be any need for burglaries. 
you know, dr- I was in a meeting. Dr- I won't say where it was. Primarily tied to, by the way, drug use. You know that, right? I know. And well, property crimes, they can't even address them because there's not, not enough police officers. Then violent crimes go up because of drugs and because of that kind of stuff. Then you have this, this we're not going to enforce, we're not going to support you when you do your job. Therefore, right now, everything's legalized, like in, in down in Oregon, right, with heroin and cocaine legalized now, right? And you can have three ounces or whatever it is of, of heroin in Seattle without being arrested. You can actually uh, shoplift up to, what, 1500 bucks, I think it is now? 1000 with 1000 whatever. You know, so basically, you've legalized crime. I mean, it just, it's insane. And yet, um, this is, and they shouldn't be surprised, but you still have people that you bring this up to and they go, well, it's because it's not fair. It's not equitable. What, you want everybody to be in less safe neighborhoods? That's why they're moving out. I'm just crazy. All right. Yeah, yeah well, you know, Idaho is going to fill up pretty quick and Wyoming's next. Um, but it's awful cold over there. We're going to be back with more Doug and Marty versus the world. I promise. This is Doug Bassler And Marty McClendon. When you want to take your business to the next level, nothing drives traffic and increases sales like TV advertising. And EasyTVSpots.com is your best choice for high quality, effective TV ads. Contact us today to learn how easy it is to reach thousands of your ideal prospects with targeted, addressable TV. Grow your sales, revenue, and profit the easy way with EasyTVSpots.com. Broadcast, cable, and online TV made easy. National pest companies are big business with little results. You need a proven, family-owned, local company that cares about you. You need the Blue Mouse People. Quality first, pest solutions. That's what you'll get. Quality first at a fair price and a safe, clean home for you and your family. Don't wait till the problem's great. Call today, 253-285-8601 and online at qualityfirstpestsolutions.com. This is Claire. Claire has a great business and she wanted to advertise on YouTube, but she didn't know how. It was all so confusing. Setting up an account, choosing keywords and demographics, and she didn't know how to make a video. Then Claire discovered the secret to great YouTube ads. The experts at EasyYouTubeAds.com took care of all the details from account setup and management to producing her video ads. Now Claire's friends all want to know how she got so smart. EasyYouTubeAds.com. No experience necessary. In a world where bugs and critters are rampant, they've come to take over your home and they mean business. Time to move fast. Make your first call to Quality First Pest Solutions in a flash. Quality First Pest Solutions will stop what's bugging you. Rats fear me, insects know my name. I can take care of what's bugging you. Call today, 253-285-8601 and online at qualityfirstpestsolutions.com. Well, there it is, the saddest sound in radio with a fourth and final round, four bells. Doug and Marty versus the world. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon. Welcome back to the show. You're Doug, beginning to look a lot like Santa Claus. Bro. I am, I know. Well, yeah. I have a couple of years now, I have the beer, but this well, is short. It's um, kind of your my, beginning to whatever show for me. That's just kind of my shtick on this your particular the, December. Um, that's pretty funny. Um, my son, who is... Um, his roommate's kids are like three and five. And he asked me the other day if I'd, I would dress up like Santa Claus and, and bring gifts to him. I go, 
all right, that's cool. I'll do it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, the, the, the season no is. No stuffing required, brother, because you bet your gym is closed. There we go, right? <laughs> that's another thing. You know, people that go to the gym are healthier people. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they're doing everything they can to ruin Christmas, to make people less healthy. Um, you know, I sent you that, uh, that email that Senator Fortunato had uh, sent out mm-hmm. uh, to our brother, Ted. And um, non-COVID deaths are way up. I know personally today, Marty, of three suicides of people close to me already so so the the suicide rate is up the depression rate the drug drug abuse and alcohol consumption are are at record highs you know covid-19 isn't anywhere near as deadly as they said it was going to be it, it never hit anything like that that you know it was supposed to be millions right it was supposed to be the spanish flu right right, right. so so we're at whatever 200 and, or 300,000 i think they have 300,000 right deaths nationwide that's nationwide, not that right. that's not I mean, it's not great. I'm not like, woohoo, you know, yay, 300,000 people are dead. I'm just saying it ain't 3 million. It ain't 30 million. It ain't, you know, it ain't whatever. 20, like we're told. Um, and to your point, and, and uh, there's, there's a lot of memes about it. Like, where did the, the, the cold go away? The other death, deaths go away? Basically, the number of deaths for America is less than it was last year. But there's our COVID deaths that we're counting and we're, and we're freaking out about and so forth. But to your point, um, domestic violence shelters, um, abuse, they're through the roof. And yet the shelters, because of COVID, are full and artificially full as well because they have to social distance. You know, it's like, so people aren't getting the care they need. Doctors, you know, even last summer, we were in Spokane and the guy was saying that his patients that may get cancer can't see a doctor because of COVID, right? It's, it's just uh, those type of things. How many people are dying or sick? Because they couldn't get in to see care because the, they couldn't yeah, go. You know. The excess death rate in Washington is 7% ish higher than the, the uh, medium death rate for the last three years this is how they measure it. And of that, um, it's not all COVID. It's, it, it actually is uh, a substantial amount of, of non COVID death. So we have death is, you know, you know, we, there's like, it's like a spirit of death, Marty. We got to pray against that thing. We need to say, Hey, spirit of death, you can't have Washington. You can't touch our kids. You know, this suicide thing is awful. So last Sunday, uh, I heard about a, a young 12 year old and he had uh, gotten angry at his video game. Cause that's all he's got to do. Right. He's no school and all that. Right. And he throws his uh, controller and cracks the screen, the, the monitor screen. And his dad gets upset with him and Hey, you know, you can't do that. And, you know, you're going to have to pay for it. So the kid pays for it. They replace it. Uh, a little while later, he gets mad again, frustrated at the game, throws the controller at the screen, cracks the screen, goes in the next room and hangs himself. So, you know, even, you know, I mean, this is like, you know, as a, as a, you know, lifetime youth volunteer, youth pastor guy, this absolutely just tears me up. And so I'm even, you know, my kids aren't immune. Your kids aren't immune we've got to, we've got to understand, we, we have to bring understanding to them. Like, I know this is hard and I know you're frustrated. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, hopefully we can learn from this, but that, that's heartbreaking. It, it's brother. heartbreaking brother. And a, and a friend of ours, uh, a good friend of both of ours, uh, ex-husband just, you know, 
is gone because no job, no prospects, just circling the drain basically. And, and now he's gone. All right. So I don't want to name names or whatever, but I'm just saying, you know, this, this kind of stuff is it's it's touching close to home. Right. Mm -hmm. And on a, and I'm, you know, as a, as a, uh, you know, protector provider, dad type guy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to make sure my kids are not being, you know, affected like that. Like, Hey, if you're depressed or whatever, you know, we're going to get through this. Let's pray. Let's, you know, let's, you know, let's make the I best. Started the, yeah. I started the show off talking about how we just want to get out of the house and we're together. We're blessed. We're yeah. healthy. We're doing whatever, but there's this urge. If you're alone, if you're, if you're isolated, if this is, this is hard on people. And like, once again, Donald Trump said that the cure is worse than the disease. So here's an opportunity for our listeners, for those that go to church, get out, you, you be safe. Wash your hands, do whatever you have to do, but engage your friends, your neighbors, your family, because it's important. People are desperate right now for the human touch. They're desperate now for the touch of God. And so they're needing hope. And that's where the courage comes. That's where these restaurants staying open. It brings courage. That's why we do these rallies. It's not trying to be dangerous or trying to be rebellious. It's to encourage people to have hope, to not give up, to press on, to know that you know, all throughout scripture, I love that song where, and it's a scripture verse, right? Pressed down, but not destroyed, right? You know, it, it, it's dark before the night, but the sun comes in the morning. I don't know the exact verse, but it, it is, the idea here is it's temporary. That God's with us, that we'll get through this. This we'll too shall it. pass. Yes. Amen. Yeah. And, and, um, but we've got, we've got, we need to fight back. You know, the, COVID-19 is 99.95% survivable, right? It's, it's, it's really survivable. And to, to try to control and manipulate people through fear isn't healthy. And it's, it's, it's totalitarian and it's, it's wrong. And, um, and there's, you know, and people are susceptible to that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're saying like, Hey, be safe, wash your hands. I mean, that's like, that's like normal life, like live like that, right? During yep. the, the Black Plague, the Jewish community was hardly touched. And the reason was, is they had the, the Levitical law. They were washing before they ate and they were washing when they came back from the market. And so just the hygiene, you know, at the time they didn't realize they thought the Jews were responsible, you know, they would, oh, the Jews are responsible for the plague. Look, they're not dying, you know, or whatever. I mean, whatever they thought, but it was really because they didn't understand germs and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So viruses. So um, we, yeah, wash your hands. Yeah, whatever. But you know what? This thing is survivable and it's, 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 it's really, really survivable. And we have at-risk people and I get that and we want to protect them, but this is not the Spanish flu. You know, it's not, and it's not the black plague. Nope. It's not even zombies. So, you know, come on. <laughs> he had to bring up zombies. How about werewolves? Is it werewolves? Well, you know, we're thinking about the forced vaccines. We're thinking about zombies. We're thinking about what are you, what are you putting into it? You know, so I had to go with the zombie reference just because, well, you know, then you could have a visible evidence that, you know, um, someone's got something, right? Was that, was that uh, Saul, Emmanuel, what's his name? Rob Emanuel, never let a crisis go to waste. So they, they're taking a, you know, a, a public, you know, health event Mm -hmm. And they're turning it into a crisis and they're using that. You know, my wife is convinced that Jay Inslee is using the crisis to push his green agenda, right? Close oh, down. Oh, yeah, he's already said stuff. so. Yeah. yeah this, this is a mandate, he said, to 
um, people believe, no, it's not a mandate. Um, there's a lot of things going on that just do not make any sense. And it looks like fraud to me. And we're going to find out, of course. And I, I'm hoping that this all gets revealed and things get overturned. Um, that said, though, there are a lot of things to be cleaned up. That's why we have to get out there and get engaged. That's why they are using this as a cover and it makes you go, okay, well, why are you using this for political gain? Why do we have, and we know that there's, look, you and I have both talked about the joke off this. If they didn't have double standards, it wouldn't have standards at all. <laughs> but when you have multiple Democrat governors and mayors around on this nation come out here and lecture people about being safe, staying away from family, and then going out themselves and doing the very thing they told you not to do. Whether it be Newsome out to dinner with a bunch of friends, close-knit in a restaurant without masks, whether it be Whitmer uh, traveling, the governor saying don't travel, and they travel and see their, their in-laws for the holidays on a plane, they get caught. And, and then the governor, the guy from New York as well, over and over, and they're arrogant about it. They're like, who are you? Reminds me of a time, it's a story, this is true. Um, the, we had a long-standing congressman in the six, way before Kilmer, called Norm Dix. He's famous over on the west side. Uh, blustery old, he basically drunk half the time. And uh, he was one of those guys, when he got later in his term, he would yell at people. You would ask him a question. He goes, you know who I am? How dare you talk to me that way? Because I'm Norm Dix. And we're, and we're like, you work for us. You're an elected representative. That just blew me away. The arrogance that he got was like, he thought he was above everybody else, above the law. He could do what he wanted to do. And it didn't matter what you thought. That's what we're seeing right now from the political elite on the left. They're saying, people, you don't matter. We make the rules and we tell you how to do things, you know? So what do you think um, they were, what, what do you think they meant back in April, back in March when they said, quote, new normal. What do you think they meant by that, bro? Well, is this a training, are these training wheels for the, the, the uh, totalitarian regime? It's all code? been when President Obama, and I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but when you think about it, he said, I'm going to fundamentally transform the, the U.S., that we are in our decline and we are in blah, 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 blah. And we had to apologize. Donald Trump was a reprieve from that. But we're going full steam ahead now with the majorities in the House um, with, they're trying to push the presidency, of course, in these where Democrat-run states. It's all about the new Green Deal. It's about more power. It's about fundamentally changing, transforming. It's, it can't keep going on like this. It won't. No. Uh, I, I've seen America down at Spiffy's today. I've, I've seen them. Mm -hmm. And, Marty, they're armed. Yeah. You no, know, they're armed. And they're armed to the teeth. And, you know, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to go after the Second Amendment. They're going to go after our guns. They're, they've, they're closing churches, bro. That churches are protected. They're protected by the Constitution. So down in, in L.A. County, in California, they said, you know, the, the, the judge said, hey, church exempt. You can't do, you, you know, it's constitutionally protected. He said, you can't do anything about churches and you can't do anything about protests, right? This is in L.A. County in California, right? right. So right. the churches down there are open. But, um, but here in Washington, you know, where's the pushback? Where's the, where's the, that, the, uh, you know, that's in your, you know, that rivers of living water. Come on, mm -hmm. church, get up and open your church. And, and, you know, we got to have the gift of healing again. You know, we used to go to church to get prayed for, to get healed. We didn't go to church in a mask and hand sanitizer and don't hand me a cup of coffee because you might have COVID. I mean, what, you know, what are we doing? 
you know, where's the boldness? Where's the, where's the, you know, where's the bravery? Every good blockbuster movie. This is the time when you see the, the rebel force, the churches that have been shut down, gathering together, training up warriors again to go to battle. They're, they're doing sword practice. They're, they're using the Bible. They're praying together. They're fasting together. They're doing acts type things to rise against this evil totalitarian. It's time for now for the church to rise. I'm, I'm with you, brother. I'm thinking about it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, do we, we got to do what we can. You know, I got uh, our, our good friend, Mike, Pastor Mike has his uh, uh, home church and I was reading the rules. You know, he's not allowed to have more than like five people. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I go there. There's like 50 <laughs> They're they're not they're not listening to that right. We got Seattle Revival Center not listening. They're having bands or singing. Right. You know, let, let's defy it. Let's do what we're called to do, and let's fight in the courts and wherever else. Well, gotta go. See you next week. God See bless. See you next week. We'll use the common core map. All right, bye. <laughs>